I sit back with this pack of zigzags and this bag of this weed. It gives me the shit needed to come on. What are we doing right now? This is the season finale of the DGA2 New Millennium Season 4, you guys. We are talking about Mr. Marshall Mathers III, otherwise known as Eminem. And he is a lyrical genius. Welcome, you guys. Welcome from all over the world. Happy holidays. You see me decked out. And you see what team I'm representing today. Debenko in the building with me, too. I'll introduce them here uh, in a few seconds. But first off, before I get going into this season uh, finale, I want to give a quick shout out to all of the guests that I've had over this season to make it successful. So I'm going to name everybody off uh, one by one real quick and then I'm going to jump into the episode. Uh, I got a shout out Mr. Chuck Platinum who was with me for four episodes. Shout out to you, Chuck. Thank you so much, brother. Uh, Skrilla Grambino, my big brother, Will Boy, DJ Chubby Chubb, the one and only. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, shout out to Capo, the general of Atlanta, Georgia, who was on here with me for Lil John. Shout out to Shay Cypher. Shout out to the legend Tracy Lee. Shout out to Young Doula, the first lady of season four. Shout out to Satisfy Raps, who's also part of the Benko crew. Shout out to OG Tech the Dawn. And shout out to last week to the Combine, uh, Triune, and EQ uh, for Kanye West last week. Man, I've just been a huge blessing. Like This season could not be successful without everybody being a part of the movement and seeing the vision. And speaking of seeing the vision, one of the cool things about being a podcaster, you guys, is you meet a lot of folks along the way on your journey. And one of the very few people that I met in the very beginning was a gentleman named Dion Brown. Uh, Dion was also um, on the episode with me, and I think it's season two of Tupac. Uh, but Dion's crew was called Debenko or DB Entertainment. And that is my special guest to talk about Marshall Mathers III. So without further ado, I'm going to bring these gentlemen in. Have them do a royal introduction of each other. So we got Mr. Mac Xavier in the building. We got Vision Glory Entertainment, which consists of Zach Moe, Zach Frost. Gentlemen, what's good? Mac, say hello to the people, man. What's happening? Happy holidays, bro. What's up, family? How y'all feeling, man? What's going on? He's so humble, man. He ain't got nothing else to say, man. What's man, good? I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm always chilling, man. I'm in the cut, you know what I'm saying? I'm here to here to give here to, here to give the goatest flowers, man. Uh, um, I'm happy to be here, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. It's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to see you. Bro. No doubt. No doubt. Vision Glory Entertainment in the building. Zach Frost, go first, man. What's happening, bro? Hey, how doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Living life a day at a time. Uh, being a dad now, so uh, things are chilling out a little bit for me on the music tip. But we're going to be back, though, and I'm happy to be back on the show with you. So, Word, man. Congratulations, Frosty. Drink to you, brother, and your, and your, your son, correct? My daughter. Daughter. Okay, my apologies. She's beautiful. She's beautiful, man. Beautiful baby. You all give uh, Zach Frost some uh, some love, man, on IG. And then we got Zach Mode, man. My my dude, Zach Mode in the mm. cut. How are we Zach, doing? Go ahead and introduce yourself super. to the audience, homie. Yeah, I'm I'm Zach Mode. Super blessed to be here today. We're talking about the rap guy. You know, this this guy's just been with me my whole music career. The reason I do the music. Oh man, this is exciting. Can't wait. I cannot wait either, so let's not Can't let wait. the audience wait. So, you already know how we do on the platform, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go ahead and get the facts out the way, and then we're going to get into the discussion about the rap god himself, Marshall Mathers III, otherwise known as Eminem, or his alter ego, Mr. Slim Shady, right? So, he's got an uh, Oscar Award, eight-time American Music Awards, one-time BET, 17 Billboard Awards, 15 Grammys, one-time Sultrain Award, and he has 20 nine video music awards between the u.s and europe that is the most by any rapper on planet earth uh and the albums that we're going to be focusing on are mainly those in the 2000s 
I thought about the Slim Shady LP when I was thinking about this gentleman. I was like, uh, I don't know if I'll, if, it, if it bleeds in, it's fine. I have no problem with it. But um, I didn't take it to listen this week. So I'm not reacclimated with it as much as I am with the other albums. But uh, we got the Marshall Mathers LP, which is the largest selling hip hop album in history. 11 million records sold. It is his Diamond album released in May of 2000. You already know what the, the songs are, man. Kill You stand the way i am the real slim shady remember me which he fucking bodies like he bodies remember me i don't know if you guys go back and listen to this verse on remember me he bodies it literally bodies that of uh, rbx and sticky fingers drug drug ballad bitch two uh bitch please two with snoop dog uh snoop dog nick dog i think a dr dre then a couple i think it was a couple years later may 2002 he drops another diamond album the eminem show so that starts off with white america business cleaning up my closet without me which i love sing for the moment superman which i love also Haley's song until i collapse uh ladies and gentlemen for the audience uh there are only 10 albums in hip-hop that have gone diamond uh diamond meaning you've told 10 million albums marshall mathers holds two of the 10 albums like I'm not even gonna go there, man. We're gonna let that let that marinate with the audience real quick. Encore, November 2004, five times platinum. Uh, like Toy Soldiers, Just Lose It, which I love that video. Ass Like That, I like Mockingbird, which he dedicates to his daughter. And then what happens, Eminem goes into a little bit of a struggle. And that is one of the things that, uh, to me, makes him human. Uh, you know, he, he has some demons he was fighting. Uh, he goes in there, he checks himself in the rehab in December of 2007. And we didn't get another Eminem album until May of 2009 with Relapse, which was a double platinum album. Uh, and if you go back and listen to Relapse, it's really dark, like really, really dark. Like he's talking about some crazy shit on there, uh, but it's still dopely produced by Dr. Dre. So we got Dr. West when he's sitting there talking to the, <laughs> he's like talking to the uh, the therapist and like his, his demons starting to come out as he's talking to the therapist. Really, really weird, witty. Like, I don't know who the hell thought about crazy stuff like that, but it's dope. 3 a.m. when he goes on a killing spree. My mom, insane. Uh, ba uh, bagpipes from Baghdad. We made you stay wide awake. Old time's sake, which in Dr. Dre, beautiful. And Crack a Bottle, which I'm not a big fan of Crack a Bottle. I'm not going to front. I, I just felt like it was a little too gimmicky uh but that's just me then of course you gotta lose yourself uh from the eight mile soundtrack um i like him on forget about dre renegade his verse with jay-z uh, uh the other one i like his verses on lean back remix with fat joe and hail mary with 50 cent and bust around taking shots at ja rule at the time during that whole beef uh and then we're gonna get into rap god um a little bit later on uh because rap god set guinness book world records uh we're gonna get into that um a little bit later though so that is a premise for our discussion about marshall mathers this is our season finale you guys so let's have some fun uh first up i'm gonna go to mac xavier and mac uh this is probably the most anticipated episode of my four years or four four seasons of podcasting so with all that being said no pressure right so with all that being said um mac what is the first thing you think about when eminem comes to mind first thing um goat M's the goat period like i'm i've 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 said this i think i think he solidified his 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 goat status for me um i'm gonna say when i'm gonna say when he came back and did i'm gonna say when he came back and did his uh when he came back and did it, when he came back and did his recovery album, 
Yeah. I think I think recovery I think recovery solidified the ghost status for me. Um I think and it, and it's like he's the number one. He's number one on my list, period. Um I mean he's he che- he checks every box. He checks every box. He's got bars, he's got longevity, he's got impact, he's got message, he's got sales, which you can say you can say sales don't matter, but sales absolutely matter. Yeah. Because it, it, it gives it gives a it gives an insight to your your impact and your reach. You know what I'm saying? And not only not only has he sold, but he's put other people on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's no there's no there's no fifty cent without him. There's no G unit without him. There's no slaughterhouse without him. There's no yellow wolf without him. You know what I'm saying? Um so he's 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 not only has he eaten, but he's He's allowed other people to eat, and I don't know if I don't necessarily know if Dre even has as as legendary as Dre is, and as amazing as his impact was even before him. I don't know if Dre necessarily has the career that he has continued without him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so M M for those reasons, M is the goat. All respect to Jay. All respect to Nas. All respect to Biggie and Pac and Rock him and all those dudes. I love all those dudes. M is the goat. Period. Yeah, that's 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 a hard that's a hard argument to beat out. So I'm gonna pass the mic over to Frosty on this one. Frosty, same sediments, man. Um, we're talking about Eminem. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about Eminem and his impact on hip hop? Un untouchable would be the word. Like okay. no one has the ability to take words and put them together the way Eminem has been able to do. Like the yeah. dude's wordplay and flow and lyricism. Who else you know studies the dictionary purposefully to build their vocabulary to string yep. words together that aren't even supposed to go together and aren't even supposed to rhyme and turns them into massive rhyme schemes? And not only – we've heard of double entendres. Right. Eminem is the only rapper I have ever heard of that will have triple entendres, like one line that means four different things. Like it's just – so this untouchable and unmatched is just the first two words that come to mind when you think about Eminem. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. We got Zach Mode in the building. Zach Mode is probably the, uh, what I would say, the Eminem connoisseur. We'll, we'll give him that. We'll coin him that phrase here as he's with <laughs> us. And Zach Mode, I got a little bit different question for you, my good sir. What is, right. when you first heard Eminem for the first time and when you got to superstar status, what lyric uh, or bar do you find yourself going back to listening like, yeah. This, Without, this okay, so different. I'll tell you this. The very first Eminem song that I ever heard, I was in, what, fifth grade, uh, was Without Me on the Eminem okay. show, track number two. Um, the, him just dissing Chaney, like, that was, like, a big deal. You know, like, Bush and all of them was a big right. deal at that time. It was just funny the way it was slaughtering him because, like, no, none of my family were Republicans anyway. So <laughs> it, was just, it was just a funny deal. Uh, Without Me, like, fuck you, Miss Chaney, you know, like, that – I don't know, man. That's the whole song was just funny. That video was just great. He was riding on the turd. Oh, my God. I was a little kid, so I'm just like, <laughs> it was gold, man. That song was just it. Like, that was, like, one of the songs of the album. Yeah, most definitely, man. So I'm going back to you on this one, Mode. So when I think about Eminem, let's, let's address the elephant in the room, right? Eminem is Caucasian. So in <laughs> hip-hop, is predominantly African-American, Latino. And here comes this white dude from the Midwest, from Detroit, um you know hockey town not really known for anybody that's gonna you know not not a not a uh you know not from the east coast not from the west coast not really known for 
lyrical giants. But here comes this white dude, like literally out of nowhere, uh, who had a battle rap up and coming, has battle rap uh, background and everything. And a a as you guys, um, you know, as VGE coming up in this in the same kind of mode, like how does Eminem, how does he break, how one, how does he gain the other rappers' respect? And two, how did he break the mold? Like Eminem literally had to break a glass, break a ceiling to get the respect that he does, that he, um, you know, had to pretty much take from hip hop in order to get recognized. So, what are your thoughts on that? I would say uh, he he definitely did his best to stand out and be a different rapper than everybody else. His lyrics are like Frosty Number saying they're unmatched or untouchable. The wordplay he he masters that. Like he was able to do that. Like. If you actually listen to like the infinite and stuff, the stuff he was just saying on all the old, old stuff, he like literally every album he progressed and literally got better. He studies the dictionary. Like that's, I don't know anybody that does that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I just get out there, buddy. Um, <laughs> no, you're good, man. You're good. You're good. Just came in here. Um, yeah. He just like, I don't know, man. I, I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. Every time he drops a new song, I'm just like, how? <laughs> That's what's up, man. Frosty, let me come back to you, man. So same question, but with a twist. So we're talking about Eminem trying to get his um, notoriety in the world of hip hop, which is, like I mentioned, African-American, Latino dominated. And here comes this white guy from Detroit michigan hockey town and and you know representing the midwest so shout out to the midwest um who literally kind of broke through the midwest i mean there was a couple of rappers maybe twista maybe there's a couple of other ones but eminem was the first one from the midwest to really really break through what does that mean to you from the midwest frosty uh, really like just when you think of the midwest and you think of hip-hop legends from the midwest the first person that's going to come to your mind is eminem mm -hmm. and the fact that like basically not only because he's a white caucasian rapper not only do like white people love him like tremendously but like the entire rap community is entirely in love with him and just when you think hip-hop and you think midwest the first person that always comes to mind is eminem yeah you, you can't tell me otherwise there's no way you can tell me name a rapper from the midwest the first person people are saying is eminem yeah, I would agree. Uh, I remember when I first heard M for the first time, I think it was on, uh, I think it was My Name Is, which was on the Slim Shady LP. Uh, but Eminem did a lot of other like side projects. He was on one of my favorite joints from Ruckus, um, which was their uh, compilation uh, album at the time from Ruckus in 99. I was like, yo, who was this dude? Like, he's dark, he's, he's crazy. And I'm like, yo, like, who has like the ability to put these syllables and words together? And me and Mac actually, so, so shout out to Mac Xavier, you guys. So Mac Xavier actually did an episode uh, with Naughty by Nature. So go back and watch episode, Mac, go back and watch your own episode, right? Uh, about Naughty by Nature. And in that, in, in the Naughty by Nature uh, episode, we talked about this, about how Eminem looked at the Tretch and how Tretch was able to put syllables uh, and words together. He was like, damn man, like, like how is he able to put the, that, that together? Um, and so I, I say that to say this. So, Mac, when we talk about the hip hop community, why do you think Eminem doesn't get as much respect as he deserves? Because he's white. Yeah, I mean, um, outside of that, I mean, <laughs> because he's, I mean, because he's white. You know what I mean? And and I think and I think a lot of it is is also um, because because you have a, a particular a particular section of of the hip hop community who thinks that that hip hop is only supposed to be one type of way. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Um, and 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 typically you see it with the with the older the older generation the older heads where you know because because hip hop was started in New York as we all know right. um, because because hip hop started the way it started as a result of all the turbulence of that time and it was kind of a way for people to to express their frustrations and express what they saw around them they think that that's the only way that hip hop is supposed to be you yeah. know what I mean and they people don't understand that hip hop. Hip hop is an evolution. Hip hop is you can't you can't tell me that 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 you have you're gonna have different people um, different people come into hip hop and not bring their own their own flavor their own style their own experiences their own lives. That's just like with anything. Like if you're gonna have like that's like saying that'd be like saying oh a, a group of Mexicans come into America but they have they can only eat American food. Like, how does that even make sense? They're Mexicans. They have their own culture. They have their own flavors, their own styles, their own foods, their own ways of cooking, all of that stuff. It only adds to what you already have going on. And right. so when people when people say that M's not one of the greatest, if not the greatest, um, typically, at least from what I've heard, um, that's usually the, the, the only actual argument that they have is either he's white or, or he talks about the things that he talks about. But at the end of the day, he can only talk about the things that he thinks about and the things that he experiences. And when he and like like everybody was saying, when he puts words together, when he bends words, when he when he when he employs his compound syllable structures and makes words rhyme that aren't supposed to rhyme and have four or five, six different meanings to things that you have to go back and listen to two years later that you didn't catch when you're listening to a song, you know what I'm saying? Two years after the song came out, I don't know how you can't. I don't know how you can't give somebody like that respect. And not only does, not only is he amazing at what he does, but M is one of the only rappers that I've heard that consciously, like every every song he does almost, every interview he does, every show he does, he constantly makes an effort to shout out other other legends, other older generation people that most people don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I think that was a conscious thing on his part as well because he's white. Because he felt like um, he he not only because he cares so much, but because he felt like well, in order for me to really get the respect that I deserve, I'm gonna show that I actually care about this by by speaking about all these rappers that inspire me that people may not even know about. So yeah. I think yeah. I think I know that was a long winded answer, man. But no, I think no, no, that's spot on, bro. That kind of kind of details. Um, why M doesn't really get the respect that I think he deserves and that he most of his fans think he deserves as well. I would agree, man. And 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 the reason why I think that's so significant, so I wanted to address the elephant in the room first, and we're gonna come back to his lyrical ability here in a second. I'm gonna pass it over to Frosty. But so for my audience that are that are listening or watching right now, we have four people on this show uh for this episode. That is how epic this man is. This is the first time there's ever been four of us. Let's talk about one artist that has never happened on this platform before. So this is that's that does just show you the significance of what Eminem means to hip hop, hip hop music, hip hop culture. He is hip hop. He embodies hip hop. Um, and yeah, I would agree. I'm going to say my spiel for the end, but I'm going to hear from Frosty real quick. So Frosty, what was the Eminem verse that you find yourself like when you heard it and you were like, what in the hell? Like whether it was an old, old verse, new verse. Doesn't matter to me. Like, what what verse did you hear that sticks out in your mind? Like right now, like oh shit, like Eminem just bodies that. Like, what verse did you, did you that that does that for you? To me, there's only one answer to that question. 
and it's Renegade. Like, mm. the, there is only one answer to that question, and the answer is obviously Renegade. That is the greatest Eminem verse and probably one of the greatest hip-hop, if not the greatest hip-hop verse of all time. That verse was so raw. Everybody knows that was originally Jay-Z's song, right? Yeah. That song was so raw, it ended up on Eminem's greatest hits, and it wasn't even Eminem's song. Wasn't even his song, yeah, yeah. So when you think when you think of greatest verses of all time, Renegade immediately sticks out in the head. Love that verse, man. Um, and then, and then like when you got two juggernauts, and that's one of the things that Mac was talking about. I didn't really get M's verse until maybe a year or two after it came out. Because I, I knew that the Blueprint was an exceptional album, which I'll talk about next week for the honorable mention when we get to that. But it's an exceptional album. But then you had this guest verse. And then, we, you know, Nas would take a shot said he had a, 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 a Eminem murdered on your own shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When he said that in Ether, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like M has this ability to. So, so basically, what I'm saying is, if you want to put Eminem on a guest verse, uh, yeah, you may not uh, want to think twice about that. They if literally you're decide to do that. You know what I'm saying? They have a hashtag that says, like, every time he does a new song now, there's literally a hashtag that says, hashtag M goes last. Because, <laughs> like, once, once anybody else gets on the song, you're done. Like, yeah. if M goes on the song, there's no point in going after him because you're not touching it. So yeah, they just that's facts, go fast on every song he does now. That's fact. That's fact. Zach Moe, talk to me about Rap God. So Eminem is in the Guinness Book of World Records uh, for lots of reasons. Uh, one of them is for Rap God, which is the hip-hop song that has the most syllables ever in a single. It also, also holds, when he goes to supersonic uh, speed, uh, at the four minutes and 26 second mark, you guys can go back and, and look at that. He puts 97 words in 15 seconds. Let me repeat that one more time. 97 words in 15 seconds is what Rap God does at the four minutes and 26 seconds part of the song. That, ladies and gentlemen, is fucking incredible. Like, I don't know anybody else on planet Earth that can pull that off. Um, so Zach Moe, talk to me about Rap God. Where were you at when you first heard Rap God? What was your first mm -hmm. reaction? I know it's Where outside of our, our scope. I know it's outside of our scope, you guys, but we gotta address Rap God. We're talking about a Guinness Book World Records single Zach from Eminem. Where was I at when that song came out? I was actually, you know what? I moved to Kentucky when that album came out. I was like 2013, if I'm not mistaken, when that song came out, right? Uh correct. Marshall uh, Mathis, I was in uh, it was uh it was on a uh, um, Marshall Mathers LP too. Mathers LP too. So you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. I, for, yes. They came out in November. I was in. Um, that's crazy. I remember that. It came out in November, and it was. Uh, I was in Kentucky when I heard that. And I was blown away because, like, around that time is when I was actually really getting into fast rap. Is around that time is when I was like listening to Tech Nine and Twista and yeah. all the fast rappers like Bone Thugs and Harmony and stuff and. I heard that. I was like, wow, he really did it. And then I really started to believe the rumor that he's a clone. I'm like, how the hell do you do that? <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but I, I, I don't know if this is true or not. Didn't he end up beating Rap God with uh, that, the did. monster with uh, Juice yeah, World? That monster. He did. Uh, I'm sorry. He did. He did. Uh, he did. He did. He yeah. did. He did. I, I, yeah. On Juice World, matter of fact, I, I, I don't know. I don't have it clocked or I haven't written down, but. Um, I know Rap God put him in the Guinness Book, but I think he did. He did surpass that uh, with the song with Juice World. So yeah, I think you're right. But, bro. but still, when Rap God came out, when he first was able to drop that ability to do that, man, that just like wow, you just like earned so many more points in my book. <laughs> that song was ridiculous in a good way, man. Like it's just, 
it's unreal. It like, really that's is, man. That's I live a minute. What do we got to do? Like, I try so hard. You can't, you can't. <laughs> It's it's almost as if you have to be like a robot. And he talks about that in, in Rap God. He talks about it. He talks about it. Like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go robot it. style on y'all. Like he's I, not human, man. The dude can rhyme words with sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. It's it's insane. And like and and I, and I see Max shaking his head. Like th what this man has done, you guys, um, has transcended hip hop. Put it into the stratosphere. Um, he's put a lot of people on and I'm going to pass. I'm going to get some final thoughts here real quick, because I know it's getting late on time. But um, Mac, give me your final thoughts on Eminem. And here's what I mean by that. I'm a premises for all three of the gentlemen. Uh, we'll let Moe go last and close us out. Uh, but what do we think about Eminem and his legacy? I mean, in the 2000s, he literally ruled the 2000s. That's why he's my my headliner. He is our season finale. I don't think there was anyone that was more impactful to hip-hop in the 2000s besides eminem maybe kanye west that i did last week and I, and we're, and we're, we're we talk about hip-hop superstars got kanye you got jade you got eminem right i mean you, you gotta have him in the conversation so give me your final thoughts mac about eminem if you were to talk about what eminem has done for you as an artist how would you describe that how would you describe that feeling what he's done for you personally eminem has made it cool to be a smart rapper. Um, M, M has made it, M made it cool to be a rapper who pays attention to to lyrics. Um, and and a lot of people, a lot of people make the argument that people were, um, you know, doing this before M, and people were, you know, people were people cared about lyrics before M. And while that may be true, A, I've never heard anybody with um, M's lyrical ability um, to be able to, to, as we said, bend words and put words together that, that don't even rhyme, um, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and to rhyme sounds, like he literally rhymes sounds, bro. I've never heard anybody actually rhyme a sound. <laughs> like, it's never, <laughs> I've never heard it. Um, so, so not only but not only was he able to do that though and not only has have i never heard anybody with his ability but m was the first rapper that i ever heard that had that level of lyrical ability and was able to sell at the same time yeah you know what i'm saying he made it he made it cool he made it so cool that he was able to sell millions of records he was he made you believe that it was okay that you could that if you cared enough about your craft and if you worked hard enough at it, you could be that good to where you could sell millions of records at a time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so in a in a in a genre where nine times out of ten it's either one or the other, you're either selling millions of records, but your lyrical content is non-existent, or you have lyrics but you're not able to sell. Eminem yeah. was one of the first and probably the biggest, not even probably, definitely the biggest. Artists to be able to mesh those two at the same time. Um, so, in my opinion, that adds to his legacy even more. Um, like I said, he's the GOAT. He's number one. He's the greatest rapper of all time. Greatest rapper to ever touch a microphone. I don't want to hear anybody else's argument about who else is better. I'm over it. I'm not having it. It's done. Eminem's the GOAT. Salute to you, Marshall. I love you, man. If you see this, you're the GOAT. I would love to work with you. But regardless of whether I work with you or not, you're amazing. 
and I want to give you your flowers while you're still here, brother. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Like, you know what? I don't. I, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough act to follow, Frosty. I, I hope you're ready, bro. I hope you're ready. That's a tough act to follow. But the same question, man. What does Eminem mean to you? As a, as a, as an MC as an artist, what does he mean to you? And you got your Juice World shirt on, man. I wanted to show everybody a Juice World shirt because he has a collaboration with Juice World. Rest in peace, to Juice World. First off, you know what I mean. Young brother lost his life way too early, way too young. Super talented cat. Um, that that means a lot to me as well. Um, but talk to me, Frosty, about your personal relationship with Eminem as an artist. What does he mean to you? Sure. Today's also the anniversary of the Juice debt too. So two. Years oh ago. wow, man! Salute, right. salute to Juice World, man. Word, man. I did That's not know that. But no, nah, man, you got you got to think about it. I myself am a white rapper artist, and you got to think if it were not for Eminem, that would be looked down upon. You know what I'm saying? If Eminem had not came came along and made it social. I guess socially acceptable would be the word. I don't know if that's actually the word, like what you would call that or not. But you got to yeah. think about it. without Eminem, white rappers are looked down upon. You know what I'm saying? So huge inspiration for me just to be able to do it in general. Um, and I, I hate the stigma that Eminem is looked at by the people who you know hate on him. The the number one argument, based kind of based off what Mac was saying earlier, the number one argument always tends to be. Well, when's the last time you heard an Eminem song played in the club? Or when's the last time you got in a song or in the car with your homies? They said, yo, put on that new Eminem. That doesn't matter. Like, that's not what music is all about. Like, there are different ways to measure, you know, greatnesses. Like, Tupac, fantastic. You have that club music. You have that song you can put on the car with your homies. But all respect to Tupac. His wordplay and his flow and his lyricism was not touching what Eminem is doing. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just I, I hate that. That's like the number one argument I always tend to hear is that he doesn't have club music and he doesn't have something you can just put on the car. Like they were saying earlier, that man literally can rhyme sounds with sounds. On that new on the music to be murdered by two, that man rhymed chirp chirp with murk murk with skirt skirt with guns with like like what like you know how off your rocker and like how many things you have to know to be able to do things like that it's just there's no debate like there there could be a debate but if you're smart and you really know hip-hop there's no debate there's no debate so Marshall, we love you. Keep doing what you're doing. Also, who else can do no promo, drop an album out of nowhere, and it go diamond? I don't know anybody. I don't know no one. So all, hey. respect, all respect to you, Marshall. Keep doing your thing. You heard what he said. He's going to be rhyming until he's 50. So we got, <laughs> we got eight more years of Eminem. So y'all haters better sit back and relax and enjoy the ride. That's all I got to say. Stop hating on this man. I mean, come on, hip hop. Come on, mm. hip hop. Come on, hip hop. Mm. Let's 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 stop all that, right? So, Zach Moe, close us out, man. Um, some pretty strong closing arguments about Eminem. What does he mean to you as an artist, man? Like, talk. Close us he out, means, bro. He means everything to me. Like, uh, like I said earlier, like if it was not for him, if I never would have heard him when I was a kid, I, I, I got introduced to him as Slim Shady. It wasn't even Eminem. I got introduced. You heard right. Slim Shady? 
like I, I got in the fights with my stepdad. He hated him so bad. And I literally got like my nose busted because I went in his room and stole my Eminem CDs back. Like <laughs> dude meant so much to me. And I, if it wasn't for him, I guarantee I probably wouldn't even be doing music. I swear to God, me and him live like, I, I, I know a lot of his music. Like I know a lot of it. And we have, I, I relate with him a lot. Like I never knew my father neither. He always used to yeah. cheat on my mom and beat it. Like, dude, I know like it, it's just, I relate to him so much. So like, uh, I don't know. I just wish I could meet him. <laughs> I just wish I could meet him. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what I'd I do. I hear you, man. And and you know what? Like, um, Zach, all my friends I'm, know me. I'm going to pass you one more alley-oop, man. What does Eminem mean okay. to white hip-hop? What does it mean to you guys, man? I'm not saying you guys in general, but just in... You know, right. so when I, when I, when I premise that... I don't mean to be a negative thing, but you know, hip hop is mostly you know African American or Latino dominated, as I mentioned earlier. But mm -hmm. what does he mean to Caucasian hip hop? Like, is he is he the last? Is he the last great white hope? I don't think there's gonna be another another MC. Not in this lifetime, in my Eminem. I don't think nobody's gonna be able to touch him. Not not in this lifetime, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think I think there's a lot of. Um, could you repeat that again? No, no. My question was, what does Eminem mean to uh, Caucasian or white hip hop, hip hop music, hip hop I think culture? Definitely means a lot. Um, definitely means a lot. I, I would, yeah. Everybody that I, every white person that I know that does music is that's at least in their like their top three favorite rappers. I, yeah. I promise that. So, and you know what? What For makes sure. it so crazy? What makes it so crazy? Zach Mode, black folk got to get along with it too, man. Whether you hate them or love them. You gotta accept them, and 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 I'm gonna pass the mic uh, to to you know to close us out. And when I think about Eminem, I think about the verse from "Without Me," and and "Without Me," he says, "I'm not the first things of controversy. I am the worst thing since Elvis Presley to do black music so selfishly and use it to make myself wealthy." Hey, like like he's just a, he's so he's so fucking clever. He's so lyrically uh, a lyrical giant. The man studies the dictionary, and and for me, you guys, honestly, and this to the audience too, he's in my top five dead or alive. I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care where you fit him in. Top five dead or alive is Eminem, Marshall Mathers the, the third, Slim Shady, whatever you want to call him. He's in your. He's got to be in your top five. If you consider yourself a real hip hop head, Eminem has to be in the top tier. Of lyrical ability or MCs, he got the record sales to back it up. He's got the notoriety. He's got the lyrical ability, which we talk about bars, right? Rappers gotta have bars. Come on, man. Who got more bars than Eminem? Like, come on now, man. Come, what are we? What are we oh even talking about There's right now? Nobody. 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 Nobody, nobody, nobody man. Like nobody can match this dude, man. Nobody can match this dude. So I'm not even gonna go even further on to into this, you guys. So. First off, I appreciate your time, um, you know, spending time in the middle of the week, right in the middle of the holidays. I got my Yoda hat on because I think I think Eminem is a master Yoda of hip hop. That's why I got my Yoda ears on, man. Like, come on now. Eminem is he a master you Yoda of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he is, he could be your favorite MC, favorite MC, and for the next generation to come. Uh, we give salutes to Eminem, Marshall Mathers, man. Like, there's so many superlatives that we could use, but... I'm gonna run out of them, so we gotta wrap. We gotta wrap the show up. And how we have been doing this all through season four, you guys, is paying homage to life and memory of Breonna Taylor. And the reason why I chose Breonna Taylor to wrap this up for the entire season is what happened to Breonna Taylor is a travesty in American history, 
and it needs to be celebrated and we need to talk about it more and as as i have breath in his body and i'm looking to, into the camera on this as I, have, as I have breath in his body i will not let social injustices go without being talked about what happened to brianna taylor whatever whatever you want to read about in the news of what happened to her <laughs> was a travesty and she will always live in our memory. So one time, gentlemen, I want you all to raise your fist in the air for me, your right arm. I'm gonna say justice for, you all say Breonna Taylor one last time for the end of the season. Uh, so justice for, Breonna Taylor. Justice for, Breonna Taylor. One more time, justice for, Breonna Taylor. Brian Taylor, just rest in peace, my mom. We love you. We miss you. Thank you for opening our eyes to social injustices in the United States of America. We got a long way to go, but I think we're getting better. I think we're getting better with the with the the things that were going on. Uh, you know, just close on Ahmaud Aubrey's case, which I might dedicate season five to. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see about season five. But um, but man, it is a season finale, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm just thinking about a victory lap. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go last, actually. So I'm gonna pass the mic over to uh, Mac Xavier, who has been on the platform three times, if I remember correctly. Uh, so Mac Xavier, who are your shout outs going to, big homie? And um, shout out. First of all, shout out to the goat Eminem. Um, love you, brother. Can't say it enough. Um, shout out to shout out to Frosty. Shout out to Mo, man. Appreciate y'all, man. I love y'all to death, bro. Still want to get in the lab with y'all, man. I can't wait. Um, I love y'all's music. I love everything y'all do. Shout out to Rob, man. I love everything you do, brother. Keep your hustle on. Keep your grind on. Shout out to everybody who was on the pod or who was on the podcast this season, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing y'all's opinions, what y'all had going on. Um, shout out to all the fans of, of my music. Shout out to all the fans of DGE's music. Shout out to all the DVE fans. Shout out to the fans of hip hop, man. We love y'all. Y'all are the reason why we do this, man. There is no y'all. There is no us without y'all. So shout out to all of y'all, man. We love y'all to death, and we can't wait. To, uh, we can't wait to to put more music out, put more content out for y'all. So be on the lookout. Salute. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Mac and Xavier in the building. Mac, thank you, brother. Thank you for being the most articulate in the group. Cause I got Henny my system, so I'm not the most articulate right now. We'll just man, leave it at that. So thank you, brother. And we'll pass the mic over to uh, my man, Frosty. Frosty, first off, congratulations to your beautiful daughter, your beautiful family, man. Uh, I know he posted on the IG, all social media platforms. When he became a father, I said, yeah, Frosty's in for it, man. So I know he's got like zero sleep right now. You know what I mean? But that goes with being a father and being a good father, getting your ass up at night and take care of your daughter at night. You know what I mean? But I'm going to leave that for, for another conversation. So Frosty, who are your shout outs going to, big homie? You know, just shout out to you first and foremost uh, for the opportunity to uh, hop on here and talk about the goat. Uh, shout out Marshall Mathers. Um, and shout out everybody back home in Springfield. Shout out to the two one seven. Shout out to all y'all. Uh, I know a lot of y'all gonna tune in and watch this because I'm gonna be posting the link in your faces every day until you watch it. So shout out to y'all. Um, shout out to all the fans. Uh, new music's coming soon. Winter, seasonal depression, all that, you know, is getting to your boy. But I promise, come springtime, when it starts getting warmer back outside, we're back up and at them. Uh, me and Zach Moe down there are going to be going and giving y'all some more crazy stuff. So shout out to the fans. Shout out to the Vision Glory family. Shout out to Dion. Um, Word. Shout out to Dion, man. Word. Because without Dion, I would have never known you. I would have never known Matt. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Dion for putting us on. Word. Shout out RIP to Juice, baby. 
Um, drop the juice, man. Album drops in two days, so I won't be getting no sleep on Thursday <laughs> night, but it is what it is. Um, plus the baby going to be keeping me up, so it is what it is. And that's it. I appreciate all y'all for tuning in. and Show this man some love and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Word, man. Frosty, thank you, brother. And uh, much love to your success in the future. You and your better half. Uh, Mode and Mode, the mic is passed to you, my good sir. Who are your shout outs going to this week, family? Oh, I'm going to go ahead and give you a shout out for sure. Appreciate thank everything you, brother. you've done for thank us. You, uh, man, no problem. Um, you know, go Eminem. Man, definitely, definitely. Division Glory family. Shout out to the videographers because their asses are about to be put to work. I know they're going to do good for us um, as soon as that warm weather comes up. Uh, <laughs> Mac, appreciate you, man. Uh, Benko, everybody in Dependo, everybody's working hard as hell. Shout out Spiff, man. He's all the way over in Spain right now, man. Right? Like, what the no doubt. Shout out to the homie Spiff, man. For real. Shout out to the homie Spiff, man. Shout out to the homie Spiff. Yeah. Like, everybody's just doing cool things right now. So, hopefully 2022 is about to be a good year for everybody. So, yeah. But, yeah, man. Definitely to the Vision Glory fans. Shout out to everybody who's been rocking with us. We're gaining new fans every day. Love you guys. Shout out for Futuristic for actually like teaming up with us. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that, man. I was on board. I was on board with that too, man. You know what I mean? Um, man, you guys. Um, when I think about season four, I think about the two thousands. Um, what I like to call my seasons, you guys, are semesters of college of hip hop. That's what I provide for my audience, and we've done. 15 weeks in a row. Next week will be 16. We'll be talking about Jay-Z in the 2000s, as honorable mention, because he didn't get in. But Marshall Mathers, uh, to headline the 2000s, is fitting. Um, I mean, he's done so much for hip-hop. Um, he is a, a rap god. He is the epitome of what hip-hop looks like. He's in my top five dead or alive. Now, if he's not in yours and you're in the audience, you know what? That's okay. You know, I'm not mad at you. I will just say to reevaluate your list. Look at your top five and listen to Eminem. Go back to his catalog. Listen to him on the Marshall Mathis LP. Just that one by itself. I don't care about the other ones. Just listen to that one. And you will hear uh, Marshall Mathers um, at his, uh, not his lyrical best. I think he got better as he got older, to be honest with you guys. I think he got better as he got older. Um, but when he's in his, when he's in his, in his bag, like you listen to Stan, you listen to Kill You, you listen to The Way I Am, talking about he's trying to do another Slim Shady LP, but the fans are on his ass. Like that's real shit that artists go through. Like he talks to the average Joe. You know what I'm saying? Like he's from Detroit. He doesn't hide from it. He's just an average dude that loves hip hop. That just so happened to be one of the greatest to ever walk the planet Earth. And 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 we could not have done a better job. Uh, representing marshall so marshall if you ever see this man we love you thank you for your contributions man. to hip-hop uh thank you to you gentlemen vge vision glory entertainment max xavier db entertainment in the building i got the swear shirt on man thank you to dion put this together put this family together man like we're going to continue to do more business in the future i hope and get these guys you all uh, follow max xavier follow vge um on ig Stay in tune with them, what they're doing in 2022. And the last thing I have is um, happy holidays, everybody, to the audience. And let's make 2022 the best ever, man. Let's let's work harder. Let's grind harder. And let's, just, let's get this bad and get this money. And we're going to come back in season five and bring you the 20 teens. And I can't wait to get to the 20 teens. So stay tuned to that. 
Uh, everybody stay cool. Happy holidays. Uh, thank you all for tuning in the entire season. I appreciate you all. And uh, that's all that I have for the season. I'm signing out. Rob Diggy, 100. Peace and love. Happy holidays, man. We'll see y'all next season, man. Peace. Peace, bro. Music.